welcome to the sixth edition of 10 questions today on 10 questions we have jeremy scott foster the travel freak you can check him out at travelfreak.net or travel freak on most social media sites i think on this edition of 10 questions we cover the typical 10 questions and it's a little extended so if you listen to the end you will hear my answer to question nine and you know some more conversation Anyway, here's 10 Questions with Jeremy Scott Foster. Welcome to 10 Questions with Jeremy Scott Foster. What's up, dude? What's up? All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, question one, window or aisle seat? I have a rule. Uh, if the flight is five hours or less, window seat, five hours or more, aisle. Why? Seems bathroom, weird. Bathroom access, primarily. Fair. Okay. Cool. Uh, question two. Least favorite place in the world? Uh, mm, I, mm, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one. Okay. I, really, I really don't have one. I think I genuinely believe there is something to love about... Actually, no, I do have one. <laughs> okay. What is it? Bangkok. What? I, I, yeah. How is that a thing? I I just I have kind of a love hate relationship with it. It started out as a hate relationship, and I've spent numerous months in Bangkok, and I just I've tried, and I just I don't know. I need to go back and do it again. Like every time I go back, I want to give it more time and like another chance, and it just it just doesn't work for me. Sounds like a bad ex-girlfriend. Yeah, you know, it kind of is. It Fair. kind of is. I think you're insane. I love that place, but some I like I, the I, I think yeah. it's very polarizing. Some people love it, some people hate it. Sure. Uh, okay, question three. Street food, delicious or gross? Both. It really depends. Um, as a general rule, street food is delicious. I love street food, but you have to get it from the right place. Like you need to be like, if you, if you get it from the wrong place, it can be absolutely disgusting. Um, yep. and that, and that is actually, I think one of the, one of the benefits of street food is that you can actually see the kitchen. Yeah. Right. And, and you can go to a restaurant and you have no idea what's going on back there, but you know exactly what's happening when you are watching the people cook that food. And so if there, if there are some unsanitary practices going on, you know not to eat there. Absolutely. Uh, okay, question four. What can't you travel without? Headphones. Easily. That's, a, that's simple. Yeah. That's real simple. I just need my music, man. And I'm yeah. good. I definitely, I definitely have to have, you know, all kinds of headphones, apparently. Your, your, your $2,000 headphones. Shh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> uh, okay, question five. What's the most interesting thing you've ever tasted? Interesting? You know, good, bad, interesting. I think one of the best... I, I th one, of the, one of the best things that I've ever eaten um, are... Tibetan more like Tibetan dumplings made from yak meat. And they were just the juiciest, 
most delicious Xiaolongbao like like soup dumplings that I have ever had in my entire life. I had them once and I will never forget them. That is so I'm like my mouth is watering. Thanks, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. It's yeah, so I I lived in I lived in China for for a year and so really developed a love for dumplings and that's been really hard being in the states and not being able to find like legit authentic Chinese dumplings. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. You can get dumplings, but it's just not the same. Yeah, of course. Okay, question six. Uh, what is your biggest fear while traveling? Biggest fear? Um, I don't mean to sound like a douchebag, but I don't really think i have any like i kind of i have this attitude where i just go i, I kind of just throw all caution to the wind and i just do it and that has brought me to some incredible places and i and i i recognize that that level of perhaps stupidity can actually bring great reward yeah i back it 100 percent all right, question seven. First country and last country you visited? First country in my life, I think, was yep. was Mexico. I was about three years old, family vacation. The last country I visited, Canada. Mm, I love Canada. Yeah, it was only for a few days. I'd like to get back and see it some more. That's a, that sounds like, you know, my... My work travels. I was there for a day and a half. <laughs> All right. Question eight. Planes, trains, or automobiles, which do you prefer? Planes. Planes? I love flying. Okay. I really do. And and it's not just the act of flying itself, but uh, also just airports. There's I don't know. There's something sort of romantic about airports where everybody's coming and everybody's going and they're, you know, like, like everybody's going somewhere or coming and everybody's like in this one place where there's, where people are, are dispersing and, and coming together. I, I, I don't know. It, it's the airports, it's the flying, it's, it's whatever. Um, it's everything involved. It's, 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 it's everything involved. And I, I just, I love, I love flying. Cool. Yep. Question nine. If you could travel with one person for a week and then never hear or see from them again, who would it be? A really cute girl. No, I... <laughs> I have... Sorry, that, that's, that's going to make me sound really bad. Um, I... That, that, so, so... I don't, you know what? I'm sticking with it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll stay with that answer. I like it. <laughs> it's honest. <laughs> okay. Question 10. Have you been anywhere that turned out to be totally different than you thought? And if so, how? Yeah. Uh, well, this, this again goes back to some of the expectations. Um, and I guess there's, there are two places. There are two places that come to mind. 
although I guess I guess I'll go with the one that that impacted me the most, which was which is China. Uh, I lived in China for about a year, and um, to I, I guess to be honest, I really didn't know what to expect, but I I knew there was going to be big cities, there was going to be chaos, there was going to be smog and pollution, and and you know there there are a lot of really negative stereotypes connotations there's, there's a little bit of a negative perception about china um and it's funny a lot of people go there for a couple of weeks they travel through and they come back and they say yeah, i hated it and my first couple of months there i think i could probably resonate with that sentiment it was wildly disorienting the the culture just the day-to-day life i mean everything is ass backwards um and i guess i shouldn't say ass backwards that's a little culturally insensitive but it's just it's very different it's backwards to what i'm used to it's it is the polar opposite of western culture and uh over time after a few months I started to learn to love the things that I initially hated about it. And so, um, you know, that's, that's why I say, I think that there's something to love about every single place in the world. And even Bangkok, I think if I, if I, if I really keep trying, I could learn to love Bangkok. Um, but, uh, you know, China really exceeded all of my expectations even upon my arrival. Um, and it really just had to do with the amount of time that I spent there and the amount of time that I devoted to getting to know the people and the culture. And um, that was really just an act of dedication on my part. And I think if you throw yourself into something deeply and, and strongly enough with enough will, you're guaranteed to walk out a better person with an incredible experience. That was a great answer. I hope that made sense. I don't know. Yeah, it, it totally it totally made sense. I might just be talking gibberish at this point. No, it was good. Um, all right. Well, that was ten questions. Thank you for doing that. They were they were. I mu- I must commend you. They were they were very good. I think number nine is my favorite. I'm gonna keep thinking about that one. Yo, so. Uh, the first two what's, guests. What's your, what's your answer? And yeah, tell me about your first two guests. Wait, wait. So the first two guests answered George Clooney to number nine. Both of them. They said this both of person. them without knowing each other. Just, just straight up, or like George Clooney, <laughs> which fucking baffled my mind. Like, what baffles my mind is that I would want George Clooney to be a part of my life indefinitely. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like it's kind of it's kind of confusing. I think my answer to that question would be, uh, I see, and I feel like I'd probably you're probably right. I'd want these people to be a part of my life, but I could take them for a week and then never see them again. Also, it would be Paul Thoreau, okay, the author, yep, um, or Steve McCurry, the photographer. Okay, all right. Why? I've just. I feel like they've both traveled so much and have seen the world change so much that it would just it it would be enlightening to just kind of be with them and hear them talk and like 
just hear some of the experiences from their past and you know i'm sure that they also have a plethora of like uh like a like a network of people around the world that would make traveling a little more interesting because they go to places they've you know you wouldn't probably think about and you know to that end there's something really bittersweet about a one-off travel experience in which you meet someone amazing and you never see them again. Yeah. It, it sort of locks in stone this, I mean, assuming you had a, a good time, if it was a horrible week, then, yeah. you know, hopefully you never have to think about it again. But, but you know, uh, numerous times over, I've, I've traveled with people and then I've just never seen them again. And that's, that's kind of that's kind of sad because they were really wonderful, incredible people. I, I made amazing connections with people all over the world. Oh yeah, and then I... and then you say goodbye, and that's very sad. But at the same time, it's it's kind of it's kind of sweet. Um, yeah, and it locks that memory in place and it locks that experience down and that becomes something that you hold on to for the rest of your life and even if you never talk to that person again they will always hold a special place in your heart and and that's that's really beautiful yeah it's it's i i can think of three people or four people off the top of my head one of which i'm still kind of in contact with but like that do exactly what you're saying yeah. Where it was like we traveled together for a week or two and then like we parted ways and I've never yeah, I've never seen them again. It's uh yeah. It's uh it can be it can be quite quite an enlightening but also really touching experience. Yep. One last time I want to thank Jeremy Scott Foster for being on the show. It was a pleasure talking to him. Um, I'd also like to thank you for listening, as always. Um, remember to check out TravelFreak.net to see what Jeremy has been up to. Also, remember to check out our social medias at Lost in Transit PC on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas for guests who could be on the show, please feel free to email me at Lost in Transit pc at gmail.com i've been your host spud groshong and get lost